Good morning, Wright County, and a blessed Sunday morning to you. Thank you for tuning in to the Faith Lutheran Church Gospel Hour. My name is Paul Nickel. I'm pastor of Faith Lutheran Church in Monticello, Minnesota. We are on the airwaves this morning to share a Christ-focused, cross-centered message of hope for a world in crisis. Jesus died for you so that you might live for him. We begin our radio worship in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The first reading for this morning is Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, through Genesis chapter 2, verse 3. This reading tells the story of how God created the heavens and the earth. There is so much to learn from this scripture. For example, you can notice the power of God's spoken word by which he summoned the universe into being. Or, you can notice the ordered, sequential nature of God's creative work. Or, you can notice the repeated declarations that everything which God has made is good. Genesis 1 is a deep mine of biblical insight and divine truth. May you open your heart to the riches of God's Word as you listen to this majestic first chapter of the Bible. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that the light was good. And God separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning, the first day. And God said, let there be an expanse in the midst of the waters, and let it separate the waters from the waters. And God made the expanse and separated the waters that were under the expanse from the waters that were above the expanse. And it was so. And God called the expanse heaven. And there was evening and there was morning, the second day. And God said, let the waters under the heavens be gathered together into one place, and let the dry land appear. And it was so. God called the dry land earth, and the waters that were gathered together he called seas. And God saw that it was good. And God said, Let the earth sprout vegetation, plants yielding seed, and fruit trees bearing fruit in which is their seed, each according to its kind, on the earth. And it was so. The earth brought forth vegetation, plants yielding seed according to their own kinds, and trees bearing fruit in which is their seed, each according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening and there was morning 
the third day. And God said, Let there be lights in the expanse of the heavens to separate the day from the night, and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and for years, and let them be lights in the expanse of the heavens to give light upon the earth. And it was so. And God made the two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night and the stars. And God set them in the expanse of the heavens to give light on the earth, to rule over the day and over the night, and to separate the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening, and there was morning the fourth day. And God said, Let the waters swarm with swarms of living creatures, and let birds fly above the earth across the expanse of the heavens. So God created the great sea creatures and every living creature that moves, with which the waters swarm according to their kinds, and every winged bird according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. And God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the waters in the seas, and let birds multiply on the earth. And there was evening, and there was morning, the fifth day. And God said, Let the earth bring forth living creatures according to their kinds, livestock and creeping things and beasts of the earth according to their kinds. And it was so. And God made the beasts of the earth according to their kinds, and the livestock according to their kinds, and everything that creeps on the ground according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the heavens, and over the livestock, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God he created him. Male and female he created them. And God blessed them. And God said to them, be fruitful, and multiply, and fill the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the heavens, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. And God said, Behold, I have given you every plant yielding seed that is on the face of all the earth, and every tree with seed and its fruit. You shall have them for food and to every beast of the earth, and to every bird of the heavens, and to everything that creeps on the earth, everything that has the breath of life, I have given every green plant for food. And it was so. And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the sixth day. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, and all the host of them. And on the seventh day God finished his work that he had done, 
and he rested on the seventh day from all his work that he had done. So God blessed the seventh day and made it holy, because on it God rested from all his work that he had done in creation. Shall we pray? Our God and our Father, we give you thanks for the creation which you have made. Help us to steward its resources wisely, so that you might be glorified in all things, and that we might serve our neighbors in love. Have mercy upon all who suffer from COVID-19. Grant healing to the sick and protection to our health care workers. Have mercy upon our nation. Guide our leaders and help every citizen to walk in paths of righteousness for your name's sake. Strengthen our faith in Jesus Christ. Renew our hope in his word of promise. And teach us to love as he first loved us. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. This morning, I would like to share with you a sermon based on Psalm 139, verses 1 through 18. Psalm 139 is a psalm of David, and David writes, O Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up, you discern my thoughts from afar. You search out my path and my lying down, and are acquainted with all my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, behold, O Lord, you know it altogether. You hem me in, behind and before, and lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. Where shall I go from your spirit? Or where shall I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me, and your right hand shall hold me. If I say, Surely the darkness shall cover me, and the light about me be night. Even the darkness is not dark to you. The night is as bright as the day, for darkness is as light with you. For you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works, my soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed substance. In your book were written, every one of them, the days that were formed for me, when as yet there was none of them. How precious to me are your thoughts, O God! How vast is the sum of them! If I could count them, they are more than the sand. I awake, and I am still with you. Psalm 139 
provides a deeply personal perspective on the biblical doctrine of creation. Whereas Genesis 1 explains how God created the heavens and the earth, the universe on the grand scale, Psalm 139 explains how God created you and how the God who created you wants to preserve a relationship with you forever. Psalm 139 is a beautiful, intimate, and lovely psalm, a psalm about God the Creator and you who are his beloved creation. Let's listen to what Psalm 139 has to say to us about creation on a personal level. First, Psalm 139 affirms the simple truth that it was God who created you. You did not come from the void. Your existence is not by chance. You exist because God chose to create you. You come from Him. Psalm 139 teaches that it was God who formed your inward parts, that it was God who knit you together in your mother's womb. Everything that you are, body, mind, spirit, soul, all of it comes from God. And everything that you have, talents, abilities, reason, strength, will, all of these things come from God too. It was God who made you, and you are His. Second, Psalm 139 affirms the simple truth that you have been wonderfully made. Psalm 139 says, I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Yes, you are indeed wonderfully made by your Creator God. Everything about you is wonderful. Your eyes which see, your ears which hear, your lungs which breathe, your mind which thinks, your heart which feels. All of these aspects of your being are wonderful. You are wonderful. Don't let anybody or anything tell you otherwise. You, a human being, are God's masterpiece. You, a human being, are the crowning glory of God's creation. You, a human being, were made to bear God's own image. You, a human being, were made to be good, even very good, for you have been fearfully and wonderfully made by God. Third, Psalm 139 affirms the simple truth that your Creator God is with you always. God does not abandon the people whom He has created, nor does He stand far off from them. On the contrary, God sticks with the people He has made. You came from God, and wherever you go in life, God goes with you. Always and everywhere, God is by your side. Even if you want to, you can't run from the God who created you. Psalm 139 asks, Where shall I go from your spirit, or where shall I flee from your presence? Answer, Nowhere. 
your Creator God is inescapably present. Psalm 139 says, If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, that means the realm of the dead, you are there. In other words, your Creator God is with you in heaven, and your Creator God is with you in the grave, and your Creator God is with you everywhere in between. About five years ago, I read Psalm 139 for a friend as she lay dying in a hospital. She was dying from cancer. After I read the psalm to her, she told me, in a halting voice, about a World War II veteran she had known. He was a pilot, and he had been shot down over the Pacific. For days, he drifted in a solitary life raft somewhere over the great expanse of that wide blue ocean. By all outward appearances, he was entirely alone. But the pilot did not lose hope. He was a good Lutheran, and he recalled to himself Psalm 139.9, If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your right hand shall hold me. The pilot knew the truth, that the Creator God was with him, that he was not alone. And my friend knew the truth as well. She knew that she was going down to Sheol, but she also knew that she was not going down alone. She told me that Psalm 139 was going to be read at her funeral, and a few weeks later, in a powerful witness to the goodness of her and our Creator God, it was. Fourth, Psalm 139 affirms the simple truth that your Creator God knows everything about you. Yes, God knows you inside and out, even better than you know yourself. You are fully and completely known by Him. Your Creator God is totally aware of all your thoughts, words, movements, impulses, and emotions. There are no secrets when you stand before your Creator God. There is nothing about you that He does not already know. Psalm 139 says, O Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You discern my thoughts from afar, even before a word is on my tongue. Behold, O Lord, you know it altogether. That part of Psalm 139 always gives me pause. To know that God discerns every single thought in my mind, even the nasty, disgusting, sinful thoughts. To know that God is aware of every word I speak, even the thoughtless, spiteful, sinful words. That is a sobering reality. Our Creator God is a God who demands absolute purity in the inward being. He is a God who possesses zero tolerance for sin, especially the secret sins of the human heart. And I know that my heart, which is sinful, cannot escape 
the Creator's penetrating gaze. O Lord, you have searched me and known me. Psalm 139 verse 1 has the potential to be the most terrifying verse in the whole Bible. But I am not afraid because I know that Jesus died for me. I know that for the sake of Jesus' blood, God forgives me of all my sins. The cross takes the terror from Psalm 139. Yes, the Creator God sees everything in me, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yes, the Creator God sees it all, but He also forgives it all. The Lord has searched me, known me, and forgiven me. Finally, Psalm 139 affirms the simple truth that your Creator God has numbered the days of your life. Verse 16 of Psalm 139 says that your Creator God saw your unformed substance and that in His book He has written all the days that He has formed for you, every single one of them, even before those days came to be. Reflect on that for a moment. God created you, and he numbers your days. He knows and he plans what is going to happen in your life. And in the Bible, God tells us what he has planned for us. He does not give us every detail, but he does indicate the overall purpose and direction of our lives. And here is what our Creator God has to say about how our days will unfold. First of all, God tells us that we will walk on this earth for a relatively short period of time. Psalm 90 says the years of our life are 70, or even by reason of strength, 80. And our Creator God declares that these 70 or 80 years will be filled with a mixture of joy and sadness. Ecclesiastes 3 says, For everything there is a season, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance. And when your life runs its course, death waits for you at the end. Ecclesiastes 3 says there is a time to be born and a time to die. But our Creator God declares that through it all, Jesus Christ walks with us every step of the way. And Jesus constantly reminds us of his forgiveness and his love. In Hebrews 13, Jesus says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Not even death can take Jesus from by our side. And speaking of death, our Creator God declares that although we all must die, death will not last forever. Just as Jesus once rose from the grave, we too will be raised. In Ezekiel 37, our Creator God promises, I will open your graves, and I will raise you from your graves. And after the resurrection, we will enter into heaven's timeless glory. 
we will enter into a face-to-face encounter with the Creator God who brought us into being. We will finally see Him, and we will finally know Him to the very depths of His being, just as He already knows us to the very depths of ours. The Bible says, then we will know fully, even as we have been fully known. God numbers our days, and here is how our days are destined to go. Our days come from God. We spend our days with God, and our days bring us back to God. If you think about it, Psalm 139 answers some of the most basic of all human questions. Where do we come from? We come from God. Where are we going? We are going to God. How are we getting there? We are getting there with God. Citizens of Wright County, I would like to say to you this morning that life is good. Life is good because God created you. Life is good because you have been fearfully and wonderfully made by your Creator God. Life is good because your Creator God is with you always. Life is good because your Creator God knows you inside and out. Life is good because your Creator God has numbered your days, and as time flows by, the days draw you ever more closely back to Him. In Jesus' name, Amen. It's time now for a hymn. For the beauty of the earth, for the beauty of the skies, for the love which from our birth over and around us lies, Christ our Lord, to you we raise this our sacrifice of praise. For the wonder of each hour, of the day and of the night, hill and vale and tree and flower, sun and moon and stars of light, Christ our Lord, to you we raise this our sacrifice of praise. For the joy of ear and eye, for the heart and mind's delight, for the mystic harmony, linking sense to sound and sight, Christ our Lord, to you we raise this our sacrifice of praise. For the joy of human love, brother, sister, parent, child, friends on earth and friends above, for all gentle thoughts and mild, Christ our Lord, to you we raise this our sacrifice of praise. For yourself, best gift divine, to the world so freely given, agent of God's grand design, peace on earth and joy in heaven, Christ our Lord, to you we raise this our sacrifice of praise. Would you please join with me as we confess our common Christian faith according to the words of the Apostles' Creed? We confess, I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. 
On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. And now we pray as Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord look upon you with favor and grant you peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Faith Lutheran Church Gospel Hour. Our mission is to bring you a Christ-focused, cross-centered message of hope for a world in crisis. In John 14:6, Jesus says, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Have you accepted Jesus Christ by faith as your personal Lord and Savior? If you would like to learn more about how to receive Jesus into your heart, please call Faith Lutheran Church in Monticello, Minnesota at 763-878-2092. Again, please call Faith Lutheran Church at 763-878-2092. I would like to invite you to join us for worship on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. Right now, to help us all stay safe during the virus pandemic, we're worshiping outside. From 10 to 10.30, we are tuning in together to the Faith Lutheran Church Gospel Hour. Then, from 10.30 to 11, we are sharing a time of live and in-person scripture, prayer, and fellowship. Please come join us. We're located in Silver Creek Township, just north of Lake Mariah State Park at 12449 Clementa Avenue Northwest. Google search Faith Lutheran Church Monticello to find our website or Facebook page. This has been Pastor Paul Nickel from Faith Lutheran Church. I'm signing off the airwaves for now, but remember this, the Lord has searched you and known you.